Welcome on how to find your calling. This will be the best video you've ever watched in your whole life. Am I biased? Nope, not even a little bit. This is going to be the best video you've ever seen. You're going to love it. It's good to see everybody on here today. I'm so glad that you're going to be joining us. We probably have zero people live in the comments right now, but that's okay. That will increase shortly. This is going to be for those of you that are watching this afterwards. I have a great message on how to find your purpose and your calling in life. Because I want to let you know right now, if you're shooting around in the dark, you're never going to hit your target. God intends for you to know the direction that he has planned for your life. God intends for you to understand your calling and your purpose and what it is that he's actually created you to do. Imagine if, if a pen attempted to become a NASCAR. Or if this phone tried to be a pen, it would just make a terrible pen. You know what I mean? Like if I had my notebook and I grabbed my pen and I'm just, it doesn't write a thing. This is awful, just terrible. You need a pen. See, it's important for you to understand if you're a pen, what you were created to do. To write, not to race cars, not to read. If you're a pen, you were created to write. So you need to understand what it is that God created for you to do in this life and once you know it you can capitalize on it and you can go in the correct direction in your own life and the beautiful thing is where God guides he provides so once you understand where it is that God's guiding you in life you can expect him to provide the anointing to provide the information and the revelation in order to get your plans accomplished which are the plans of the Lord the Bible says that he establishes the steps of the righteous so when you serve God, he'll establish your steps everywhere that you go. Start with me in Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah, the first chapter. Starting in verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So I want you to write this down. Before I was formed in my mother's womb, God knew me. God knows everything about you, your personality, your character, what you like, what you don't like. He created you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. How amazing is that? And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So God tells Jeremiah, I knew you and I consecrated you as holy and I gave you a purpose before you even left your mother. So it's the same thing for you. God knew you before he ever put you in your mother's womb. And he made you holy, consecrated you, had a determined destiny for your life. Now it's up to you to find out what it is. The Lord told Jeremiah, I've called you to be a prophet. What has he called you to be? Maybe you're called to be an apostle, a prophet an evangelist, a pastor, or a teacher. Maybe you're none of those. Maybe you're called to be a great wife. Maybe you're called to be a fantastic husband. Maybe you're called to be an amazing businessman that funds the kingdom of God. Let's find out what it is that God has called you to do. And we're going to tap in to that anointing. So it's important to know God does have a destiny for you. He does have a calling for you. He does have a purpose for you. And we're going to get into that a little bit deeper. But I want to go to Mark chapter 16. Because before we go into your personal calling, it's important for you to know that there is a general calling as a child of God. 
there's a general calling as a child of God and you fit in the general calling for example imagine if you grew up on a farm and you were one of many kids all the kids on the farm have a job to keep the farm running but each kid has a specific job so it's everybody's job to make sure that the farm is running properly but each person has a specific lane to run in one kid might be in charge of the cows one kid might be in charge of the pigs one kid might be in charge of baling hay there's different jobs but there's one goal to be accomplished what is the goal as a New Testament Christian it's called the Great Commission mark 16 starting in verse 14 afterward he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen and he said to them go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation boom there it is bingo nail on the head our general goal is to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned and these signs will accompany them that believe our general call is to walk in signs and wonders and miracles and healings and deliverances in order to bring the great commission all over the planet to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God we all need a savior but God sent his one and only son Jesus Christ that whoever would believe in him would not perish but would have everlasting life if we would just believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that he is our Lord we turn away from our sins we give our life to him we get born again of the spirit and of the water receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and boom we're out to complete the Great Commission that's the general call of every Christian now what is your job on the farm let's find out how can you find a couple of of areas that can point you in the right direction praise the Lord go with me to Romans chapter 12 these are the gifts of grace so step number one on how to find your specific calling in life find out where God's grace resides in your life what are you good at find out what you're good at the world will get you to focus on everything you're bad at don't focus on what you're bad at God said I am made perfect in your weakness the areas that you're not good at if you suck at math don't focus on math if you love science or social studies focus on those areas let God handle the, the areas that you're not strong in. In his weakness is where you're made strong. Or in your weakness is where he's made strong. I apologize. Verse 3, Romans 12, 3. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, then in proportion to our faith. If service, in our serving. The one who teaches, in his teaching. The one who exhorts, in his exhortation. 
the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, and the one who does acts of mercy and cheerfulness, or with cheerfulness. So find out where has God gifted you? Has God gifted you in the prophetic? Then prophesy according to your faith. Has God gifted you in the gifts of service? Do you like to cook for people, clean, make sure that you're hospitable to people? Function in that all the way. If you love that, function in it. The one who teaches in their teaching. If you love to teach, go all in on your teaching. The one who exhorts and preaches like I do, go all in on your preaching. Why do you think I pump out so much content? I love to preach. I love to bring the word of God forward. It changes lives. It's the power of God saving anyone who believes. The one who contributes in their generosity. If you're a businessman or a businesswoman, you like to make money, then be generous with it. Function in that and be generous to the kingdom of God. The one who leads with zeal. I'm a leader. I'm a natural leader. I don't even have to put a title on or a name tag that says I'm a leader. I'm a leader. People follow me. Praise the Lord. If you're a leader, let people follow you and have a direction that you're going in. Find out what desires God has put in your heart. If you desire to see souls saved, go after people and get them born again and people will follow you. If you desire to build churches, go build churches and watch people follow you. If you desire to do missions trips, go build mission trips and watch people follow you. Do it with zeal. Do it with everything inside of you. Don't hold back anything. And the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. What are acts of mercy? Maybe you work in a prison. Maybe you're a nurse. Any area where you can show mercy and kindness to people. Do it as unto the Lord. Find out the desires and the calling that God has put into your spirit. And run after it with everything inside of you. Next, find out if you're an Ephesians 4 gifting. A five-fold ministry gifting. Go to Ephesians 4 with me. Ephesians 4, starting in verse 11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So God has put the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, on the earth to build up Christians to the fullness of Christ. Are you at the fullness of Christ? No. Then these five-fold ministries are still alive and active today. I know that I've been given a mantle of evangelism because it just comes easy. There's a grace on it. I've been blessed in the sense of identifying that right away. People, Many people spoke it over my life. If you've been in any prophetic atmosphere, you've probably had things spoken over your life that will help you in that direction. Heed the prophetic words spoken over your life. What did Paul tell Timothy? Step in to what it is that's been put inside of you. Stir up the gifts inside of you, Timothy. They were put in there by the laying on of hands and the prophetic words spoken over you. Step into those. They're there for a reason. They give direction. So find out if you're an apostle. So what are the five-fold ministry for? Apostles build churches. They plant churches. They're, they have a, what we call a breaker anointing. It's, it's a mantle that I believe God's put on my life that I'll step on into later on, where you can just go into an area and you can break down religious walls. You can break down strongholds of the devil and you can gather people and build a church. 
Next, the prophet. A prophet hears from God, directs the church, points the people in a direction, corrects, rebukes, reproves, builds up, exhorts. They direct the church. The evangelist fills the church. That's the office that I currently flow in the most. Pastor, if you have a shepherd's heart, my roommate and many other people that I know, they love to shepherd people. I do to an extent, but it's something that the Lord's definitely working on me with. And then a teacher. Stephen, as you've seen on this channel many times, Stephen is a teacher through and through. Almost all the time they're going to have glasses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you'll always notice a teacher just can't teach your socks off. You'll ask them like one simple question, why do you like the color red? And they will give you a 12-point sermon on why they like the color red. You can just tell when somebody is anointed to teach. So find out if you're one of those five. If you feel called in any of those areas. Do you want to plant churches? Do you have a desire in your heart to go plant churches? To see entire cities, entire states, entire nations flipped upside down? Is that something that's inside of your spirit? Do you have a, a desire or a calling deep inside of you that tells you that you are called to direct a church, to direct a body? Maybe you have a desire in your heart to fill a church to gather the lost, or to shepherd them, or to teach them. Find out if you're any of those five. But I want to make this very clear, very evident. Not everybody falls in those five categories. Make sure there's a grace on it. If I was running around and I led like three people to the Lord and I said I'm a mighty evangelist, I'd be so full of baloney, it's not even funny. People will run around and they'll water down the fivefold ministry. It's very obvious when somebody flows in the fivefold ministry. There's an anointing on it. It takes very little carnal effort. It just happens by the Spirit. Not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. So make sure there's an anointing on it. Don't run around, call yourself Bishop, Reverend, Apostle, John the Third. Just be humble. Don't get too caught up in the titles. You want to, it's part of your identity as a Christian and your calling, but don't get too caught up in it. Find out what it is. Next, 1 Corinthians 12, the spiritual gifts. There's nine gifts of the Spirit, there's nine fruits of the Spirit. What are the gifts of the Spirit? There are three gifts that include talking there's prophecy, there's interpretation of tongues, and there's speaking in tongues. Then there's three of that have to do with the mind or thinking. That is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and the discerning of spirits. Then there's the gifts of power, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, the gifts of miracles. Find out what you feel drawn to. I am obsessed deep down, deep within me with the gift of faith and the gift of healing and the gift of miracles. Oh, just it like it just lights me up like a Christmas tree when you talk about miracles, signs and wonders. What is it about you? Are you like, is there a longing in you for visions, for prophetic words, for giving prophetic utterances in other tongues to your church? Find out what spiritual gifts you like to function in and go after them. That's why Paul said, covet earnestly the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 14.1. The best gifts, he said. Covet the best gifts. What are the best gifts? The gifts that you like to flow in. That's the best gifts. Find out what you like to flow in and covet those. That'll make the ministry a lot of fun. That'll make your life a lot of fun. <clears throat> and finally, I want to close with this. Find a mentor. 
Once you've narrowed this down to what it is that God's calling you to do, and you have a general idea, find a mentor. Oh, hey, people in the comments. Good to see you. Timo, it's good to see you, brother. Find a mentor. But listen to me. Be smart about it. Find a mentor that's done twice what you are aiming to do once right now. If you can't find a mentor that is where you want to be one day, do not plug in with them. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Find somebody who is right now where you want to be. Elisha had Elijah. David had Samuel. Now they were different lanes, but it was still an important mentorship. Joshua had Moses. It's important to understand these things. Follow the man or woman of God whose mantle you aim to carry as a part of your mantle one day. That'll be extremely important for you. Spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers, mentorship is crucial. What's uh, the proverb? There is counsel or there's wisdom and um, in the counsel of many brethren or something like that. Great wisdom. God's wisdom dwells in the counsel of those that mentor you. Now, obviously, you want to submit to your spiritual authority, your pastors. But also, if you're an evangelist, find a man of God or a woman of God who is doing what you want to do one day. Do whatever it takes to get plugged in, to serve them, and to come underneath them. Because you'll never catch what you don't sit underneath. How are you ever going to catch an apple if you're not sitting under an apple tree? Amen. Amen. Well, let me pray for people, and then I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow into the ministry financially right now. Actually, I'll do that first, and then I'll pray for people. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, Paul wrote something very special about giving. He said, those that give a little will receive a little in return. Those that give a lot will receive a lot in return. He also wrote in another epistle, that which a man sows is also what he shall reap. If you sow finances, you reap finances. Luke chapter 6, if you sow judgment, you reap judgment. But whatever you sow, according to Luke 6, you reap, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So it's important to understand that's how giving works. But I want you to understand that what this ministry is doing is good soil. We are reaching people by the millions. People are getting born again, getting saved, getting their lives transformed. Even you right now on this live stream. These videos change people's lives. So if you want to help us to build the kingdom of God, to reach more people, to feed hungry kids. We're feeding hungry people in other countries right now. We're building a church very soon in October. We have great things coming. If you feel it in your heart right now and you say, Talon, I want to help what it is that you guys are doing. I want to build the kingdom with you. I want to feed hungry people. I want to take care of those that are needy. This is how you can do it right now. You can give through multiple options. There are ways to give our, our website, wearelivinglove.org forward slash give now one. Or if this is easier for you on Cash App, dollar sign we are living loved, PayPal at we are living loved, or you can text to give at 855-760-2241. We're gonna leave this on the screen for a moment while I pray for you.
And anybody that's going to give financially right now, remember, there's no time in the spirit. So even if you're watching this after it's already been posted, this prayer will work for you. This blessing will work for you. So receive it. Those of you that are going to give right now, ask the Lord what he would have you give. And let me bless you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, any person that sows a financial seed into this ministry, any person that chooses to sow where they want to grow, I pray that you would bless them 100-fold in Jesus' mighty name. Might your blessing overtake them. Promotions, open doors, and opportunities, and major blessing all throughout their life in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody that receives it says amen. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed this today. Go watch our other videos, and you're going to enjoy my roommate coming on here in a little while. I love you so much. We'll see you again soon. Peace.